The Cubs lose another close game, and there's once again a lot to go over from it. We also break down the bullpen and roster moves the Cubs made before the game Monday. Let's go. Our Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show and be a part of the Locked On Cubs community by following on all audio platforms. And you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's episode is presented by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. We are with you live here exclusively on YouTube as we're going to break down the first game of the Cubs-Astros series, uh, perhaps the Cubs' bullpen woes, and just the overall makeup of the relief core out there, relief corpse, however you want to say it. And uh, Cubs also made roster moves prior to Monday's action. And, of course, uh, the chat is alive and well. So we'll take some questions and comments from listeners as we get further along in the program. If you're an audio peep, we're in your ears. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And thanks for listening, as always, uh, making us your first listen every day. So the Cubs were down early in Monday's action for nothing. Uh, it was actually 4 nothing after the first, and they stormed back, eventually tied at 4-4 before uh, allowing the lead late in the game and losing 6-4. to Sam, you don't look too good. I, I just, like, the, these losses are the ones that bother me so much more than the previous two days. It's, it's another tie game late, another game you find to lose, and, and I know some people won't like it, but but I have to start with just some some obvious obvious managerial things that don't make sense to me um i'll preface by saying you're playing a team that's better than you right they're they're better than you they're they're more talented than you they pitch better than you they hit better than you their bullpen's better than you They, they, they are better than you at everything so for you to beat them obviously it's baseball anything can happen but you really don't you really have a small margin for error right and you start the game in a, in a real slump. You're now 5-12 and 12 in your last 17. And you decide in the ballpark that might be the toughest place to play left field the entire league that you're going to put Morrell in left field and DH Ian Happ. That move would be fine with me if Ian Happ wasn't in the lineup because he is a liability so far this season, now hitting 142 against left-handers as they continue to smack him in the middle of the lineup against those guys. Right. But Ian Happ's in the lineup. If he's in the lineup against a tough left lefty, his value to your team is his glove. His glove. And uh, it comes back to bite you for four runs. I mean, Tyone obviously could have pitched better. He needs to miss more bats. He needs to pitch better. There's no question about that. But – that ball needs to be caught, and Christopher right. Morrell, uh, you know, is is not the guy to catch that ball. It's 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 his. He lost his depth perception. He's never even been out there in Houston. That's just again a small thing 
that puts you at a disadvantage on the margins. Then I'll fast forward to not even the Fulmer thing yet. Because yeah. I'll fast forward to something that actually worked in the Cubs' favor. The process was wrong. You have Brandon Hughes warming up to face Alvarez, but you didn't get him up in time. And you were stuck in a tie game with first and third no out, leaving Tyone in to face a guy that hit a bullet single off of him and walked one of the best hitters in all baseball. And it worked out in your favor. He had a rocket right at Mancini. Mancini made a great play. That was managed poorly. I guarantee you it was. They didn't want sure. that. Why would they want Tyone to face Alvarez a third time with the game on the line? And then, of course, the Fulmer thing. That one bothers me the least only because I I think at some point these guys got to perform, you know, and it's like I get, but but I I also don't understand. He's been using Alzali two innings all year. What changed today? Only one inning in the sixth. Uh, I just don't understand. And I get it. The counterpoint is, well, if you go Alzali seventh, Leiter Jr. against Tucker and Alvarez eight, Fulmer would have pitched the ninth anyway. Fine, but just – extend the game a little bit more. I, I don't understand. Like, like Fulmer, he should have given up a home run to McCormick. He, that, right. that was just missed. It's just, yeah, it just didn't make sense. Lighter junior. This could be, this could be your only high leverage game of the week uh, or, or before the weekend. Lighter junior hasn't pitched since Friday. I just, it's at what point do you have to make him a, a guy that just pitches against both sides of the plate? I mean, I get it. The bullpen has been a disaster. Boxberger and Fulmer have been disasters. Uh, the only two guys throwing well right now consistently are Leiter and uh, who, who you cut, by the way, uh, are Leiter and Alzali. But I still think it could have reworked better. And it's just, again, it's just another game that feels like, you know, not, not a game you should have won, but a game your manager just didn't put anybody in the best position to succeed. I, I just feel like I have to say that. And that's fine. That's fine. I think you're doing it in a reasonable way. Yeah, no, and, today, I, and I'm going to interrupt you one second. I sure. thought our I thought our bats were tremendous today, Drew. That was the worst start for Amber Valdez, especially had in, early in years. In years, the difference is is the Astros have guys in the seven, eighth, and ninth, who, and they didn't even use their best guy that are dominant, and we don't. Right. Sorry. Yeah, I, I I think what you're saying is something that I'm I'm definitely vibing with. Um, as I sit here you before you, I don't have the same kind of heartbreaking feeling as I've had for prior live shows or, or after every show, every uh, show. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but I speak for yourself player, but uh, you know, I, I, I just don't have that same feeling. I thought it was going to be a, a drubbing after the four, nothing right away. Nice, nice comeback, you know, nice, Nice to see them respond and answer back and actually play nine innings instead of, you know, play one here, then one in the middle, then you just completely eat it in the bottom third, uh, which is what they've usually been doing. You know, very impressive uh, inning that they they tacked on those runs, were able to mount that comeback. They got all four runs in the in the same frame there, highlighted by the Morrell homer. Um, but – when Morrell missed that fly ball and left, I was like, I actually looked at the time because we spoke on the phone before the game and, you know, we were kind of dishing back and forth and joking around, but true, truly, I, I, I wasn't even home very long and it was already four to zero and it should have been zero zero because you should have caught a fly ball. And, uh, you know, before the series, I talked about, it's a weird park. 
weird dimensions, weird lighting. Um, but but you can't control that. You got to control what you can control. Odd that the lineup was controlled in that way from the get-go. Odd that Fulmer was in in that spot. Not odd that they lost another close ball game. <laughs> and uh, they're now 19 and 22 on the campaign. Um, Man, you believe but, that? But, but overall... Uh, you know, I, I again, I, I the at bats were 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 vitally impressive in stages. Framber got torched in stages. Uh, he had 177 pitches through four, <laughs> and I am ultimately. I know we're gonna break down the bullpen, the hideous stuff that's going on out there, because I I have no clue. I I don't understand how this team could be so equipped in other areas and so bad out at the pen right now in terms of. Do you know what your mix is? Do you know who high leverage is? Um, but I feel good entering tomorrow's game, which or Tuesday's game, journalism rules, which we could get to later. Um, about but, what? But, but certainly a, well. About eating? Are you going to have like a meal during the game? Or what do you feel good about? Well, I like that Justin Steele's going. Yeah, well, he can't pitch every day. Um, and I, 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 I like, I, I think that they're going to, they're going to win. Um, wow. And even up this series, sure. and uh, then you go against JP France and his his spectacles on on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But let's take it day by day. You know, I I, I don't want to give any predictions, even though I just did thirty seconds ago. But um, you know, I know the chat is alive and well. I understand there's 120 people here at plus after a loss. Um, I think it's very fair to keep bringing up the managerial decisions mm-hmm. and. Uh, but at some point, you know, the roster and the bullpen, the bullpen especially has to take shape. And and two more guys up today that we really haven't seen at all. Um, it's just a it's, it's just a it's a carousel. Thank you. I I was looking for it. It's a carousel, and it's but 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 part of that to me is on Jed and Ross. That they're not used correctly. They've right. never found an identity. And, and to me. There's two names with the bullpen. It, it, it's Fulmer and Boxberger. They've those guys you. have been bad, man. No, no, but it's not even that they've been bad. They were supposed to be the stabilizers. Keegan, Adbert. I mean, Leiter Jr. was cut. Like I can't emphasize it enough. He wasn't supposed to even be on the team. The, the stabilizers, the guys that were supposed to be your David Robertsons, your Ryan Taperas, your Michael Givenses, the guys that were supposed to good examples that that, that were supposed to be the the stabilizers late. Have have been your two worst relievers. Your two worst relievers. Right. There's no bones about it. They've been your two. every single time Michael Fulmer has been asked to pitch in the high leverage. I would say I, I can recall one successful job in L.A. the day after he blew the game. I think he threw a good eighth. He 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 he, he fails, and uh, you know it's. It's it, it it makes you question some things when the only guy that's been steady you didn't think was good enough to be on your team. That that makes me think that there was just some some misevaluations. Now, in Jed's defense, in Ross's defense, they've been pretty good in the past getting relievers. Predicting relievers, I always compare it. It's like field goal kicking in football. It could be the most steady thing, and once it gets ugly, it gets ugly fast. Remember when Robbie Gold that one year, I think it was 2015, blew like two games, three games in a row out of nowhere. I think yeah. it was against San, the, the 49ers at home and the, and the Redskins at the time at home. I remember it well. Yeah, it's like when you lose it, you lose it. And Fulmer just looks like a guy that has just lost it. 
But yeah, I also that's a good way I, to put it. I also think Ross is now it's it's irresponsible to put him out there. The counterpoint yes, is yes. the counterpoint is who do you put out there? Well, I don't know. I, I let's give uh, um Estrada. Estrada try. You know, we'll see how this birdie guy goes. He can't be nobody could be worse than what we've seen consistently oh. for Boxberg and Fulmer. And JD, I thought <laughs> with all with all due respect to JD. Yeah, I, I we respect he, him. I thought he and, and I do respect JD. I thought he had a really irresponsible comment tonight. Like he made it seem like Fulmer's been good lately. Let me read you his game log, dude. <laughs> okay. His, his this is his last four appearances heading into tonight. Oh, wow. One inning, one earned against the Cardinals in a close game. Scoreless inning against the Cardinals in a blowout win. One third of a scoreless inning against Minnesota down 10 and three earned runs in two thirds of an inning on Sunday in a blowout against Minnesota. That's not good. No, I don't, unless we're changing definitions here after what, what he, what generations that's he was pitching terrible. Right. Uh, and you know, Brent, you know, Brent here says lost it. He doesn't look like he's ever had it. He had it the last two years. That's why they signed him. Yeah, he, he had back-to-back solid seasons out of the pen. He's been a total unmitigated disaster. He has a seven and a half ERA, and he's directly cost the Cubs maybe five games. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good breakdown. I I do want them to try. I'm at the point where I do want them to try things out there. Yeah, it's that a, I wouldn't have otherwise said. But but it's it's a have it's, lighter face a righty every now and again. But it, the difference between the Cubs and a team like Milwaukee is the Cubs, it's like a, a trial and error. Let's see if this works. Let's see if well, this works. Well, way, yeah. Milwaukee has this stuff planned out. They know who's good. They know who's where. It's all settled down. By opening day, they're locked in. The Cubs are the Cubs are taking the first two, three months of the year like it's an extended spring training with these guys. Wow. Um, and part of it's because they all stink. Right. You know, I mean, Keegan Thompson's been awful. You know, um, overall, you think he's been awful, awful, but, but, but yeah, off. I mean the last month, right. You want me to read you his numbers? <laughs> well, they've, they've played 41 games. I mean, no, awful is not the right word. I over, no, it's not. I had to call you out on that, dude. No, he hasn't been awful, but he's been bad lately. He right. does he's have a, a three- well, he's a little better the last couple outings. No, so. no. I mean, he, I, I'd rather have him there than Fulmer for sure. Oh, it's the, not even a question. The walks have been bad. But yeah, have. That's, well, that's, that's like been another, a thing since the spring. That's another thing. Like, if you want to go to a righty there, why not? <sighs> Rucker's been better than Fulmer. Right. Right, but he had to come in in that blowout game on Sunday. So he was in his gym shoes, dude. Right, right. So just, I just, it's just, look, let me Nick just, Birdie throws a hundred. Maybe he'll pitch out of the, the pen for steel Tuesday. It's just too many things. There's too many games, Matt. We're, what are we? 41 in 41 where, where, where I come away past just the saying, quarter pole, where I just come away and say, I don't get what these decisions are. I, I again, guys, can somebody in the chat answer me? Why, why Hughes was warming up, but didn't face Alvarez. <laughs> 
Yeah, unless he was just starting to throw or something. Right, but that he shouldn't be too. I know, I know, but I'm, but I'm just answering your question. I know, but I know that's the right. I know that is the answer, but that's right. the wrong thing. Right, and 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 to the people that aren't with us live right now and want to comment on our on our material, by the way, I'm 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 growing a slightly fatigued of all the people in the comments, dude, yeah. about oh well, the Cubs they were always a they're a 500 team. They're always media. Have you listened to the show at all? Yeah. They shouldn't be 500 at this point, fam. Yeah. They are not a 500 team. Look at all the metrics. They might lose 110. Oh, no, no. I know what you're saying. Anyway, <laughs> I just want to get that out there for the people that listen on demand. They're greatly mismanaged on a day-to-day basis. Coming up next... We could break down Cubs Astros a little bit more. We could break down the roster moves, including Wisniewski sent back to AAA Iowa on Monday. I also previewed Tuesday's game. And then, of course, the chat is uh, alive and well. So we're going we're gonna to get to that as well. And uh, we do that coming up next. Today's episode is presented by Game Time, buying tickets to your favorite events. Shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're all set. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. The Cubs play the Astros at 7.10 p.m. Central Tuesday, and you can listen to every pitch. With the Cubs' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM, on the SXM app, search Cubs or tune in to Channel 844 and catch the Cubs all season long on SiriusXM. Hey, Matt. Can I just, before we get into the roster stuff, yes. can I just ask, can I ask the chat a question? Please. Chat, everyone listening, 100, 140 people. Right. Does it all bother you? That after a game like this, nobody, nobody asks Ross anything about his decision-making. Hey, why was Hap on the bench today? Why wasn't he in left field? Hey, 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 Skip, uh, say I'm all over locked on Cubs. Why why go with Fulmer there in a tie game when he just got roughed up yesterday? You had Leiter available. You had Keegan available. Does it bother anybody that those questions and those accounts – level of accountability is never asked because it bothers me and, and and it makes me feel like like there's everybody around is is in on this whole yes man uh let's just make sure we don't say anything negative about anybody and and and, and it bothers me go ahead well it bothers me as a former uh, reporter they're actually really easy questions to ask they're about as concise as it gets. 
Why did Chris? Why did Christopher Morrell start in this park today? In the outfield, right? Why? Why did you decide to use Michael Fulmer in that spot in the tie game? Uh, yeah, no, I think it's totally fair. I, I, you know, I, I, I love and appreciate that you have fire and passion about it. Um, and I think I could reveal this. Megan Montemurro, Sam, actually reached out to me today. And uh, she feels bad about uh, not able to make that appearance before the season started. And she would like to come on. Yeah, well, when she comes on. So I, we, would, I... we, we could ask her something like that. Oh, I'll be asking her. The Chicago Tribune's Megan Montemurro. No, I, 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 will, I will politely ask Megan why after games has she wondered things about moves and, and how come yeah. they, they don't feel like they're asked about after the game. That's a fair question. I'd like to know what, yeah, what moves some of these reporters would make. You know, what, 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 what is, what is their? And I'd like to ask, uh, I'd like to ask Ross and say, hey, and and maybe even even his his boss Jed Hoyer and say, hey guys, just. Is it all a little odd that, you know, the two most impactful players pound for pound so far this season are two guys you didn't deem good enough to be on the team and Mark Leiter Jr. and Christopher Morrell? Something not adding up there. You can you can call me back. It's be 847, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, start giving the number. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I we definitely have to zoom in on the Morrell business. You know, you wait over 30 games to bring this brother up and <laughs> You know, he's just he's he's taking over the team. Can we say that? Yeah, sure. I, I mean at this moment in time, yeah, this yeah, moment you know, in the season. Did, yeah, I mean this is but he's he did the, taking he, over the team. He did this last year too. I, I the swing and miss still bought like today, for example, his homer was incredible, but it was it was a terrible pitch. Right. Um, hey, someone brought up uh six seventy the score. You know, the last time I heard Ian Happ on the score, I almost did a uh, took notes. What did they bring and, up? And I was going to tweet it out from the lockdown account, but I got cold feet. Um, I, I think I think the interviews on there, with as much access as they get, has been has definitely ebbed and flowed as well. At least the raw uh, the raw middays. The Ross appearances on those radio shows are puff pieces. No, the middays. Uh, it's puff Happ pieces. and Ross. You know, it's not great. No, it's all puff they, they, pieces. They, they closed last week's interview talking about Connect Roasters. <laughs> and so, and that's not, I'm not even making that up, dude. And, um, and, 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 and this, this, you know, if I see this again, if I see this, You know, Boss I, was a lovable manager because he was on the World Series team. To what Sam said, keep the core together. No, I'm just saying I, I don't know what the last part meant, but the the I'm so sick of he's there because he was the, on the World Series. That's not a good reason, I don't think. It's Michael Jordan managing the Bulls. Right. Mike, Michael Jordan, a Bulls coach. No, he's he, no, he, he's he, not. No, and, and David Ross wasn't no Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? <laughs> Enough with that. That means nothing. Congratulations. 2016, is, you don't get to just – this is the third straight year in the middle of the year that this team's just imploded. The last two years, they had double-digit losing streaks. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was uh, mightily, mightily bad losing streaks. I still remember the last game before the losing streak in 21. Yeah, uh, the, no, the, the, that. the combined no-hitter. Do you remember who started that game? Combined no-hitter. It was uh... – oh, no, I'm having a brain freeze. He's built like me. He's built have, like you? We have, like, the same body. Crap. Uh, I don't want to put you in the spot. I'm drawing a blank. I'm Zach, sorry. Zach Davies. Okay, yeah, I know Tapera was in there, Chafin. Yeah. exactly my point the shy exactly my point yeah he is right or he was yeah you don't you don't just just because somebody's great at something and david roth wasn't a great let's just go let's just move on what's the talk about the wisniewski thing while well i'm gonna take a nap that's great you probably shouldn't do that it's a you know an audio program uh, let's see. So Hayden Wisniewski was demoted on Monday uh, amongst a series of moves. Uh, so Wisniewski back to the minors, Boxberger to the IL, Estrada up, Birdie mm-hmm. up, and uh, Sampson from the 15 to the 60-day IL to open up a 40-man spot for Birdie, um, who has topped out at 102 in Des Moines. Uh, this spring, so we'll see if he could throw strikes and, and possibly be a piece, and we'll see if Estrada could do the same. Um, albeit with you know he doesn't throw that hard, but or as hard as Birdie, but he he definitely brings it. And you know, Wisniewski struggled to open the year. I thought he was going to be sent down after this road trip um, when Hendricks was ready to return. Uh, I need to get some clarification on Hendricks because. It sounds like they're only going to use four starters this week, which means Hendricks should probably start another game in Des Moines, in my opinion. Uh, but maybe he leads off the homestand next week. It's 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 a little bit of a treasure hunt at this point. Whatever. Um, but I thought it was just going to – my point is Wisniewski for Hendricks, I thought, was the swap yes, there. And yes, it wasn't. I agree. I agree with you. So Wisniewski's going down already. He's not even going to make another start in Philly. Um, or because the they got the day stand. off, because exactly. they got the day off, yeah. They got right. two actually. Oh, are they off Monday? A week too? from today, yeah. Oh, thank god. So, Thursday, Monday coming up, and and by uh, the way, he just, just he just didn't have it, was Nesky, and he he's got he to work on things down there. He hasn't had it all year. Um, I, I'm looking at Birdie's numbers. Oh, I don't like that voice. He's got a 338 ERA. He's, he's only pitched 10 and two-thirds innings. He's get, like, for a guy that throws a, a – you say he maxed out 102. He's given up 11 hits in 10 and two-thirds with five walks for a one-and-a-half whip. Um, you know, he hasn't exactly been Mariano down there. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, it just it just <laughs> feels like, like I said, it's like a, a trial and error, and they're hoping to just see something stick. And that's not what good organizations do. Is there any any chance that Wisniewski is the high leverage bullpen piece by the end of the year? Well, he can't get out lefties right now. So, no, they, they don't have anybody in their entire bullpen that can get out both sides of the plate, except Leiter has got out righties this year and Ausley has got out lefties, but Ross refuses to get them that chance. Is it realistic to answer the question? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, but that'd be a step down. You don't want to stunt this kid's growth. You know, right. God bless, God bless you, Jeremy. Uh, God bless you. 
Um, some good news. Some good news with the Cubs is is PCA is the number fifteen prospect in the world right now. And, yeah, Horton El Contra were yeah, top one hundred. got CCA and Brennan Davis, who's sitting below the Mendoza line, is now out of the top one hundred. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let's do some comments. I got some. Yeah, got, let's do some comments. Let's do some comments. There's no playoff basketball and tomorrow night. I'd like to get out quickly. The Lakers will be playing Denver. Go Jokic. I'm uh, glad. Okay, what are we on your schedule? Here, let's do a Cam Sanders. Uh, some guy asked about Cam Sanders. Let's do that. I know it hasn't gone well for him either. Let's take a peek. What about Cam Sanders? Um, he's got he's got a two nine three ERA in fifteen innings. In fifteen innings, he's walked twenty one hitters. Good for a one point nine three WHIP. Unpitchable. Disaster. 21 walks in 15 innings. That's not acceptable at the freshman level. No, it's not. That's true, actually. Um, I'm going to answer this question. I don't know. That's not my job. My job is only to say that right now it's not good enough. I'm not going to come on here and say that people deserve to lose their jobs because I wouldn't want people to do that to me. There's times where I don't do my job well all the time, and, and, and I don't get fired for it. Look, you guys are all smart enough to know how I feel at this point. You, you could read between the lines. Uh, what's the end game for Ross? The end game is to start winning games quickly or he's going to be in trouble because that's how the, the, the position goes. A uh, big Rand was asking about Cody Hoyer, so he's on the sixty-day IL. Big Rand, and uh, so he's eligible to come off, you know, when when that sixty-day runs up. So later this month, in a couple weeks, really, um, certainly by by early June at the latest, I would guess, because he's making regular relief appearances at AAA. So he might be ready when he's eligible later this month. Jordan, I have a I have a list of games that I feel like Ross has greatly diminished our chances to win. And, and when this team's out of the race, which could be sooner than later, I will share that list and I will go game by game. I have it on my notepad right there. That list, wow. that list right now. And some of it's picky, right? Some of it's like you probably went from a 45% chance to a 35%. So it's not directly costing the game, Matthew, but I'm just talking about decisions that I've questioned. I'm about 12 games deep in my notepad right now. So yeah, it's a lot. That'll be a fun show. So, is there any Bellinger and wisdom? We should probably have. Is yeah, there any Be- Bellinger oh, and wisdom Ross updates? Said, Ross or? said Bellinger's fine. Hopefully, we'll see him see him in the lineup tomorrow. Um, I didn't see anything on wisdom. Okay, thank you for doing that. Uh, that was a heck of a catch by Bellinger. I'm starting to get worried about his offense. He continues to roll over a bit, but his defense and center has been even better than expected. He was tremendous. So, had a great catch. Um, that that game today just felt like it was such a fun, like it was going to be such a fun win. That double correct, play on Al- that double play on Alvarez, like when they turned that double play on Alvarez, you didn't, you tell me you didn't think they're going to win that game. No, Mancini was outstanding yeah. right there. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we're going to uh, <laughs> respect <laughs> the uh, Some the of listeners. Make me laugh. <laughs> and. Um, Thanks, everybody, for being here live. If you're listening on demand, audio or video, uh, we do go live occasionally. Uh, just It's probably going to be just this appearance this week and beginning next week. Maybe uh, we'll start bumping that up. 
Uh, but we'll see, you know, just based on a number of different factors. But we certainly really enjoy doing that. And uh, so thank you to the 150 plus with us now. If you are listening on audio, we're on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Cubs Astros Tuesday, Wednesday before a day off Thursday, uh, followed by three games in the city of brotherly love uh, against the Phillies. Um Hopefully the Cubs can even up the series on Tuesday at Minute Maid. And congratulations to the St. Louis Cardinals, your 2023 NL Central champion. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs.